You guys, I apologize. I don't know what Diz will edit out of this, but she has permission to edit all of that out. But, anyway. <clears throat> Here we go. So I don't think you can hear Diz. I don't know why I can't hear you. You're not muted on my end. Are you muted on your end? Oh, oh, volume. No, 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 no. I don't have any volume on this fucking thing. That's right. No, that's not good. Where are we at? Oh, that's volume. I don't know, man. Here we go. So what what would be what would a conversation romance podcast in season two be without a little technical difficulty? I don't even know where to look. Is the camera up here? Yeah, I think it is. This is a brand new machine. We're not even ready to release this machine yet, but all of our other machines took a shit. All of it. So, how are you? I guess if we don't have do we have music then? And if you play it, will I be able to hear it? I see you nodding. Yes, what are you pointing at? I don't know what you're pointing at. Media? Do I point at media? Oh, how do you know? Riverside. Ah, oh, I see it. I see it. Oh, I see it. I see it. Yeah, yeah. So I can play it. But how do I hear it? I can't hear. Why can't I hear anything on this computer, man? I don't know. I, I see. But is that's too close. I can't <laughs> see. I can't see the writing on your thing, Dad. Yeah, I'm looking, I see it. Let's get that up there. But why, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Speakers, yeah, speakers. No gamer foes? Man, I, no camera flow? I, man, I don't know what saying. I can't read that. You can, man, you can continue to write things on that piece of paper and hold on that fucking camera. The answer is going to be the same. I can't read a word of it. It's too goddamn fuzzy when you get it that close. Man, I can't. <clears throat> this is we're gonna go. We're gonna go, man. It's just not gonna happen. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna record. We're gonna publish this because, well, quite frankly, have you ever heard Joe Rogan's first season? Not that I'm gonna be. No, no. What's she saying? The camera's not in focus. I don't care. It's not like I can fucking do anything about. It. I can't hear myself either. So you're worried about your camera focus when I can't hear anything, and you're saying, and you, I don't know, we got different priorities. I am, I look better out of focus, you dickhead. It might be on purpose. So that's the trick. Get a little burger grease on your finger, wipe it across the camera. Then you can say, God's honest truth, it ain't no filter. <laughs> Just smudge, but it looks like a filter. Why do I have to tell you all my secrets? So, I don't know what we're going to do with this. We'll get back on track in a minute, but I need to say. So, we have, uh, I have some requests, Diz, for yoga pants. I, they could just, and so, in this, these aren't, uh, we don't have to put the, like, Tripp's face in the crotch or nothing. That would be funny, though. His little nose coming down. Ooh, is that your dog nose? Different name for camel toe. Dog nose pants. But. <clears throat> it's, but they're like, I would, I would rather buy yoga pants. The, and so we're having, to, and I'm, I'm doing this kind of private poll thing on a varied age group from like mid twenties to, to sixties. And the interesting thing is the mid twenties and the sixties want the same thing, but the thirties and the forties don't want them. <laughs> and the fifties don't give a shit. I don't want nothing. Like, fuck you. I don't need anything. All right. Great. I love you too. Peaches. 
Anyway, I want to thank everybody for the news, by the way, on Instagram. That's been fun. I'm just teasing. I'm advertising. Does it seem like begging? Soliciting? Mm. All right. I'm sorry we're having such audio problems. We'll see. Like I said, Diz, you have freedom to edit this every one. But there were a couple of things in the news. And I'll try to play them here. I can't hear it, so I don't know if it's going to work. Mm. Mm. That is a good burger, man. That is a good burger. All right. <clears throat> so, what we have on the 50th anniversary, <clears throat> and this is how I hear it goes. I don't remember the DJ's name, and we can look that up. It's important. But in 1973, it was the first time a guy in public set up two turntables. And as he was playing, he played the exact same record at the exact same time. But what he would do, his first ever scratch in public, this is a scratch heard around the world, is what they call it. Well, actually, that's what I just called it. Anyway, the scratch heard around the world for the invention of hip hop in 1973 was an extended drum solo. He stopped one and started, uh, and so he just kept going the drum solo back and forth. First scratch ever. The birth of hip-hop 50 years ago today so hip-hop went kind of weird right it just kind of disappeared for a while but if you do a little research here's where the uh, the cultural differences get kind of pissy right i mean i don't i think it's safe to say that hip-hop has a bigger you know a bigger market in certain you know demographics and i'm just trying to i don't know if that's politically correct or not edit it out if it's not this so <clears throat> the question was, right, well, hip-hop is big in the community, so what was the first, like, R&B song that featured hip-hop, the hip-hop line in it? And some of the some of the guesses I've heard today, you know, what I've talked, is uh, Chaka Khan, right? We didn't get that one loaded up, this, but that's okay. Remember, because in the very beginning of Chaka Khan, it said, Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan, Chaka, 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 Chaka Khan, that would be incorrect. It's a great effort and really close to the same time frame. But here is, as far as I can tell, after doing a lot of research or looking at a lot of research by other people, I should say, is that uh, this is the first of, yeah, this is the first rap lyrics in a, what would be considered an R&B slash mainstream song. Ready? Tell me if you can hear it. No, listen. Yeah, this is it. Can you hear that, Diz? Anybody else? I don't know if you can. Yeah, I can't hear shit. But that should be Blondie. Rapture. Right? Is it too... Can you hear me over it, Diz? Is that playing in the background too loud? So I'm going to pull it down just a little bit. But I'm going to let that play in the background. Is that better, Diz? Yeah. So I'm tweaking and twerking my own knobs today. Ah, just like the last eight months of my life. Oh. So we got, uh, I'll just let her run for a while. So why, so this is, this was the point, of, I, I was reading some stuff today, and this is a point of contention in a lot of these articles, is that, are you kidding me? Out of everything that was going on back then, are you telling me that some white chick named fucking Blondie is the one to debut fucking hip hop in R&B or mainstream rock. 
the community was like, damn it, we can't have anything. But wait, there's more. I love this part. So now we go through and we, we I didn't have, we didn't, I, I, I was put so much pressure on Disney, we couldn't load all these in. We'll pull down uh, Blondie there. So so if you move forward, right, you come into, um, remember the, the, what is it, the Cedar Hill Gang or the Sugar Hill Gang, right? Go back and listen to those lyrics. They were making up words because they, they, they didn't want to say anything. So, hi, my name is Joe. <laughs> I'm, I had like the whoop, whoop, It was crazy. Hippie tunes, right? Kind of That was the first kind of sampling thing that came out. Rap. That's when hip hop transitioned to rap. Is and this is this is funny coming from me, and I, but I was fascinated by this. So now we've got rap, and you got Sugar Hill Gang. There was that. Uh, there was some, there was some early '80s movies. That's LL Cool J. I don't remember the name of it. it popped out. This is kind of like a group study. So LL Cool J pops out of this movie, Kangaroo Hat, and everything else. So this is at the end of the '80s, like '88, '89, '90. And we bring you to the very first hip hop slash rap slash rap hip hop slash rap song to hit number one on the charts, all the charts. Right? You ready for this? It's, gonna be, it's not gonna make you happy. Well, it's not gonna make a lot of people happy. It's gonna make a lot of people mad. I can't find it now. My guys, I can't close this. Ah, uh, it figures did, doesn't it? Here we go. Technical difficulties are coming in. Send me this. Yeah, that's it. I got it. Here we go, baby. Hit it, honking. Oof. I will be I don't know where. I can't hear it, but you hear it, right, Diz? Yeah. This. You remember this, Mother Humper? Everybody. And you still dance to it. You're dancing right now, you jackasses. You probably do. All that shit he was doing, right? Yeah, you know it's right. <laughs> so if you think they were, people were pissed, yeah, I almost said that. If you think people were pissed about Blondie introducing slash rap hip hop to the world, how pissed do you think everybody is to find out that Ice Ice Baby was the first one ever to hit number freaking one? Oh, what in the hell were they thinking? <laughs> Some jackass from Carrollton, Texas. <laughs> And then he got that TV show on MTV a few years ago and stole everything from it. What the hell? I might be wrong about that. If I am, dude, I'm really sorry. I apologize publicly. <laughs> you have to keep your legal on that stuff. Mm. So we'll pull down the line. So that's what I found really funny about the introduction and the birth of hip-hop and rap is that it's not what what I thought it was. It was much more multiracial, multiculture. Um, it just wasn't, it's not how I remember the early 80s. Where I grew up in the early 80s was very, very racist. In, in this last I remember, 1982, if you were of color, you had to live on the other side of the tracks. And this wasn't an option. Nothing else was an option. So I might have been at a, I might have been a little bit behind on the cultural, you know, meshing and blending. 
And my guess is other people that look like me and about my age and feel like I do when I get up in the mornings, they probably might have been a little behind in the game too. So I'm not asking for old people credit. That's not what I'm asking for. I'm asking for a polite, educated conversation about, hey, dude, did you mean that to sound offensive when I say shit? Because I'm a dummy, and I'm a I'm an old dude. And the way to come at that, in my opinion, is, hey, <laughs> did you mean that to sound offensive? Because I think it did. Or I know it did. I know that's offensive. And I said, oof, shit. How do you know something like that? Where do I find out? That's the, that's the, that's instead of instead of going, you racist motherfucker. That's the difference in a conversation versus an accusation. So, I got off my soapbox, but that that that's what that inspired me this morning. Um, it was fantastic, and I spent most of my day on um, when I had uh, when I needed it, needed music. I spent most of my day listening to, uh, you know, Blondie. Vanilla Ice. And then to end it all, right after, not long after the Vanilla Ice, this is what it went to. And that's how I want to close this segment out because I want you to hear how we started it. Right? We'll go with, uh, let's see, if I'm not mistaken. We got, that's how we started it. You hear that, dude? That coming out at you. That's the first. And I'm going to play a song that I think think, uh, sets the tone for where rap music is as when I left it probably 10 years ago. I think it's changed dramatically. I'm just not that up on it. But this is what what we left with, right? You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Right? That's 1984. <laughs> That's 15 years, baby. That's uh. That's my so straight out of Compton was not my gig, not my scene. It was that was before, but <clears throat> you started hitting DMX. That's what. Yeah, yeah, bring it down. So sorry about the Jurassic Trail. That's kind of where that's what I felt this morning. When I heard that news story and I loved it, and that's uh, that's kind of what I want to bring. So, what else was there out there this week? I don't know. You okay, Chip? You banging nugget? Hey, you need a little treat. What is that? Oh, sweet, have a hug. You hate him? What's the rest of it? Yeah. So, are we? All right. Go back up. We got plenty of time, right? Just, so we go back a little bit. Let's go a couple years back when I started reading about the polar cap shifts and everything else. And then we've heard about global warming and our and you know shrinking glaciers and all that shit forever. Y'all really know how that happens? I didn't either. I just knew it kind of happened. Right. Yeah. I, well, I thought it happened like a fucking snowman. Right. So, however many, who you ever believe, thirteen thousand years ago when we had the last, the last ice polar uh, ice age. So, when we had that mass extinction, it was that the you know the equator of the uh, asteroid. That hit. Oh shit! I'm still running straight out of comp. Damn it! Why did that tell me that shit? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, anyway. 
motherfucker. Ah, fuck the police. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a dickhead. That's why I don't produce my own shit. Anyway. So, I just thought of like a snowman. You build a snowman when it's cold, the ice age, and then when spring comes around, you know, a couple hundred, a couple twelve thousand years later, it melts. And it's gone. That's what I thought of the glacier did. Not anywhere fucking close. And this is what I love. It was an NBC story a couple days ago on the 8th of August. And we can go through all, you know, they say the same thing everybody else says, the globe is warming. And last year was the hottest ever recorded by man on the planet. And it increased by like four one thousandths of a degree, which is four times more than any other increase has ever happened. So I don't think at this point in time, I don't think we need Al or Tipper to tell us or Ed Bagley or any fucking buddy that the world getting hotter. Shit, you've been in the Midwest this year. You know it. You can smell it. So, <clears throat> but how does that affect them? The, ice, the, the glaciers and the iceberg shit. This is what I found fascinating. This ex- uh, this scientist, and we'll, we'll put the credits eventually, but this guy, he says that uh, it's the, the polar caps on the North Pole and the South Pole. They act like corks in a wine bottle. They're, they're sitting on top of there, holding that pressure. Like, a, you ever open a Topo Chico after bouncing out of dirt fucking road in Oklahoma? <laughs> right? Just like the cap on a Topo Chico, a cork in a wine bar. They're holding everything back. So, as the sun exposure, as, remember, the, the, shift, the poles shift a little bit. True north is not true north anymore as it used to be. It won't take you to the north pole. True north will take you to somewhere over Greenland. Which is weird because that's it's all ice and Iceland is all green. Who the fuck knows? Anyway, <clears throat> so as they move around, they're getting more sun exposure, right? As they get more sun exposure, the glacier, the sun is not melting the glaciers. The glaciers are the snowman, right? The, the polar caps, they're the they're the cap holding it back. So when they as they go down, as they melt, there's nothing to hold those icebergs up. And when those icebergs go like a cork and champagne bounce back around. Now they hit that warm bucket and see water. And then they melt. So the glaciers aren't melting yet. From what this guy says. As, as the, that's not why it's, you know, he's saying we're coming up on that. But right now, the polar caps are melting. Just like the guys. So Shirley's here. Have you ever looked at it like that? Did you know how that happened? No, Did you ever give a shit how that happened? Well, yeah, but I never looked into it. No, I don't know why I did this. So, these were a couple of stories that really kind of hit me out this this month or this week. And what I'm trying to do, especially on the road, and I'm going to do it every day, as a new a new feature for every Sunday morning. And I'm doing about five or six minutes a day on a new story that I find interesting. They might be in the mainstream and they might not be. I would love for you, Mother Humpers, to send me recommendations on what you on my opinion of. And if, if it's nothing, please please feel free to say that, too. But if you, hey, I want to think about this, Jeff, what is it? And make it hard. Make it hard. Make it something you think, oh, I don't know. I'll research. I'll do, the, I'll do the diligence. I want to have conversations. Remember, this is going to be a live podcast where you can call me and we can talk. Yeah, I'm going to be able to hear you first, right? We're going to do that. Yeah. So... That's going to be it. We're going to throw that together. Hopefully, it's about 20 to 35 minutes. 
at the uh, on Sunday mornings. Podcasts seem to be the new digital newspaper. So if I can figure out how to get coupons and sale papers from grocery grocery you know prices in your local area on my podcast, I fucking will. <laughs> but I don't think I can. Let me get first of all. Let me get the speakers on this computer working, and then we'll venture out from there. Yeah, so if podcasts are the new newspaper and they're the new radio, we're gonna have to be able to talk to each other. How much did you, how many how many hours did you spend listening to the radio when we were kids? Going, oh, I want to talk to that DJ. You want to call him? Rings forever. He goes, and they were such fucking dickheads back then because they were goddamn stars, right? You had a seven o'clock radio show in Dallas Fort Worth. You were like a fucking man. You control the mood of the country. <laughs> Come up to hey, what do you know? No, brother, get the fuck out of here! All the time, they would never listen. And then you, then you'd hear him talking to the Hey, man, hey! And what I learned later, those were all his friends. He did not talk to anybody on air that wasn't his fucking friend. I love it. Problem is, I don't have any friends. <laughs> well, the three of I three I do watch podcast. We're not going far. <laughs> oh shit! So. How far are we into this, dude? Do I have a timer on this anymore? Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay. So, let's discuss today. I'll give you a little forecast. A couple or back, back, I should say. Good boy, tripping day. Good boy. So, um, a few nights ago, uh, Suzanne, my, my medicine woman, we had a conversation. And she recommended that I, I take a coin, and, and for the rest of my trip, I let the coin decide where I go, how I go. Do I go the easy way? Every time I come to a question about my route, take the coin out, flip it. I have to assign hazard tails. I have to put energy into the coin. I have to receive energy. Blah, 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 put it out, put it in. So, leaving, thanks, buddy. Leaving uh, Green River, Utah this morning. I got to the tur- one mile before the turnoff. There's a beautiful overlook going out to Moab. And I flipped the coin. Which way do I go? Do I go to Moab or do I go straight to, to here where I'm at now with tripping and true? Said Moab. Cool. I went and it changed me. I have to come back. And not for a day or two. I need to come back and find a place out in the middle of that, that dirt and sit. There's something out there. It's not for me alone, though. So that 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 Lions, that Gate National Park, whatever the big national park is, where everybody drives straight up and all that. That's not for me. That's for us. I don't know who the us is yet, but that's the us. Stuff like that is saved for the future. But I got so I got to figure out what I went to. I stopped at a park, which was actually a dog park. It was a it was a sky trail up to it was like little it was little gondolas up to the top of this fucking mountain. And it was a, a beautiful walking bridge across the uh, the river that was full of you know bicycling cockheads. They wear toe shoes. Dickheads. They yeah, uh, it was beautiful. And I felt it. I mean, I felt myself vibrating. I think it's Parkinson's. My mom had one. It's not supposed to be contagious, but my mom and my uncle had the exact same kind. 
Even their settings on their brain simulator are exactly the same, which that never happens. So, flipped the coin, went to Moab, changed me. I get to this place where I'm sure it's a trip on. I'm sitting outside and I hear this most god awful noise. I, man, I'm telling you, I'm at peace. I probably spent 120 miles. Well, I guarantee you, I fucked up the average of how many bugs a person swallows because the whole time I'm driving, now I'm like, <laughs> it's just, you can't believe it. And the, the thing is, it's two completely different drives. You take the same road in and the same road out. Yeah, there's 128 bypass, but I'm saving that. You take one road in, one road out, and it's a complete different drive both ways. It's a different feel. It's a different look. It's a different whatever. And here's another interesting thing about my Moab drive. You know how busy that road is going into Moab on a Friday? Right? That's the main highway. If you got a camper, that's how you get in there. Everybody's got a fucking camper. So, <clears throat> I, get, I turn my, get on the highway and kick it up to about 70 miles an hour. And poof! My phone just goes, fuck it. And I go, whoa, hit the brakes. And it's just tumbling on the highway. Four-lane highway, my phone's tumbling. I slam on it. And the, 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 the shoulder is that wide. I slam on the brakes, park as far over as I can. Flashers. And I look back. I see it way the fuck back there. I post it on TikTok. I see it way the hell back there, right? And I look both ways. And not one soul's coming. I run. It felt, I felt like Jesse Owens, man. I was out. Hussein Bolt. Edit out Jesse Owens. Put in Hussein Bolt. Nah, I don't care. But I'm just, I'm running. And uh, I pick it up. Fucking thing works. Thanks to Scooch phone cases, right? It's a little, little crackety crack crack on the back, but fuck it. It works. <clears throat> so. That's one dot that is connected to a dot from a couple days ago, leaving Reno. When my X3 camera went missing. Right off the back. And the time it takes a grown ass man to pee, somebody skipped my phone, because I'm guessing you can track that, and just grabbed the Isn't that what you figure? Why they didn't take the phone? Probably. Yeah, because I can shut that down. They can't yeah, use it. You're welcome. Yeah. So they just grab it. That's what it is. I was wondering why they just hit me. Twisted it right off. Hmm. So that bit, this whole drive, I haven't been getting those 360 videos. And here's the thing. I was thinking about that because I, I like to, I want to look at what why things happen in my life. I'm not comfortable with just, oh, that's random. Cool. Uh, so on the drive out here, on the way out to California, I focused on that. And every time I stopped at every rest area, every time I stopped for fuel, I would spend 30 minutes editing videos and trying to post it and get frustrated and mad and frustrated and mad and frustrated and mad. And then it got worse, read some other shit. I spent way too much time on it. That was bad. Yeah. <clears throat> So I kept doing that. And the universe took it. That was punishment. It just reminded me, hey, I'm trying to tell you stop. 
Try to tell you slow down. And then today, with my phone, like, one more time, motherfucker. Stop sharing this shit. Stop worrying about showing people every goddamn thing and open your fucking eyes for at least this trip in and out. You see that? It says, you're about to feel something, you piece of shit, if you don't stop looking at your goddamn phone. This is how my spirit guys talk to me. They're sweethearts. <laughs> if you don't stop looking at that fucking phone, we're going to take it away from you, you asshole. And I think, because they're right. I was focused on trying to get content. Instead of focusing on me. Hmm. So I get so now we're back to the house. <laughs> so I'm sitting in the in here and just loving life, man. You mother humpies. It's beautiful. Life is great. I hear this god awful noise. It's metal on metal. It's like somebody's got two hammers. It's my fucking truck. Now, <clears throat> somebody sitting across from me that doesn't do real good at connecting dots. I'm about to connect a few. They're going to blow her away for sure. So on the way out here, we were pushing hard because we had hard, hard places we had to be. We had reservations. They were not refundable. They were blah, blah, blah. We were pushing hard, and I was. we weren't happy. I was, it was just too much. So bouncing across that desert from Cuba, Cuba, New Mexico to Gallup, New Mexico. Look at that, motherfuckers. We bounced the air conditioning right out of that fucking truck, basically. <laughs> and it dumped all the 134A to, you know, out of it. It was just blowing hot. It was 110 degrees out there in that desert. Two-lane road for what seemed to be 7,000 miles. Not one bit of shade. And I got <laughs> all 10 miles from getting there, I got soaking. I mean, soaked from head to toe. By four raindrops. Fucking things were like basketballs. Like, oh, I mean, and one hit me in the chest. I got my whole shirt on. You know, one or the next one. How does it get past the window? Anyway. So, that and the subsequent repair. That we had to make as well. I thought I was. I thought it was just a, a leaky gas, right? But we made it to Sedona, and she was like, got out of the truck. She looked like you know Mrs. Tomato Head. It's fucking hot. So but that was actually over. So we we but we found a place to get there, and, and we we got there the next day. She got there early. It wasn't too hot, right? Yeah. And it ended up costing a pretty penny to get it fixed, and we had to stop for three days, right? And slow the fuck down because we were pushing too hard. Yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, shit. And that was day three of the trip. What day of the trip is it today, Shirley? Random. Day three. This will be my third night. Just like Holbrook to sit down. Okay. So, the universe has told us to sit the fuck down again. Right? 
And from the mechanic shop I talked to today, it's going to cost almost the exact same thing as it did in today. <laughs> Universe, I hear you. I promise I won't slow. And you can't, I can't slow my speed down. This, God bless Utah, man. The speed limit is 80 in Utah. <laughs> I don't like going over 70 on my bike, which is usually why I stay off the highways. There's no other way to get here but the highways this time. I went 70 because I liked it. Instead of Because you know, usually if I'm on the highway, I feel pressure to keep up. But fuck that. I don't do that anymore. And guess what? Nobody gave a shit. Nobody give a fuck. Everybody, every so I had my feet up on my pegs. Sometimes up on top of the of the uh, the, the beauty bar, and uh, everybody went by. Just, I mean, I got so many what's up today's and thumbs and a couple of boobs, two boobs, same girl, not two cars of boobs, just one girl showing her boobs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's so it's such a confusing day, right? I had a, a spiritual uplifting and then another uplifting. <laughs> so, well, I have we have some plans in place to get home. Um, some of them are exhausting, and some of them are exciting. So, I think this is a pretty good time to end it. The I'm still struggling with I don't know why. I'm still struggling with why I have to do hard things. Right? Why I have to prove to myself I can do things. And that struggle <laughs> leads me to struggle with the with the metaphysical world sometimes. It's why if you believe, and I do believe that that we uh, that we do this life over and over. And we don't always have a say in it, but I believe we know what lessons we need to clear before we can move on to the next one, which maybe be the best one. <sighs> so I got a clear loneliness. And I don't know if it makes me feel better that I believe I recognize that and I knew why I, I knew that loneliness would be my goal in this life. I was born without a mother. The mother I did end up getting was a piece of shit. I mean, not literal, because literal they wouldn't get custody of an actual turd. But pretty close. And this big, giant, cohesive family that loved me and, and had me and right, kind of raised me, I thought, I, you know, when you look back on it, I realized that they did actually do nothing to help me. And they knew everything was going on. They just didn't, just didn't want to get involved. You know, just don't get involved. So, then after that, you know, wife to wife to wife to wife. No, wait, hang on, let me get this right. Wife to wife to wife to wife to wife. There was one short. <laughs> to replace, trying to replace the mother that I didn't have. Sorry. 
That's the truth. So, I've been what? I've been, been two years basically without a, without a relationship. I've had a couple of dates here and there. It might have lasted for a week or so. Like I said, I don't know how I feel about it. But at least I'm trying. So come here, buddy. Trip, you wanna say hi? Come on, come here. Come here, buddy. Hey, come on. Come on, buddy boy. Just say hi to everybody. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Oh, that's a boy. That's a boy. I love yes. Yes. So it's easy for me to get him up here when there's a have a have a burger. He really reminds me well when I have meat. Oh, boy, buddy. So, we're going to go. Thank you very much. Uh, let me see if I can do this. Hey, hey, buddy. <clears throat> we have music on this. A little something in the background. I have no idea what that sounds like. I'm just tweaking, tricking all the buttons, just like I've been doing for a while. So, I'd like to thank each and every one of you. Both of you. <laughs> Give me your address. I'll come stay a week with it. <laughs> it is both. Trip. Hey, come over here, buddy. So. Hey, easy. That's the burger. Bye.